Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 67 of the Clubhouse. This is the Reggie McKenzie episode. We've got a little NBA update and a little NFL Week 2 preview for you, but I would like to introduce the man to my left first this time. Big Dill. Dill, how are you, my man? It's uh, good to be back on the pod and on the mic. It's been a little bit, you know. Hopefully I don't drop the mic here and uh, have, have some weird shit I might be saying, but... No, nothing off the rip so far. It seems like I've been speaking clearly, so we'll sure. see how this goes. Sounds good to me so far. <laughs> I'm your host, as always, Teej Butler here, and sitting across from me on a screen, unfortunately, this time, Mr. Doge Wagner. Doge, how are you up there in Clee? I'm great, man. Yeah, it's always fun to watch Dill try to hold the mic the whole pod. You know, It's, it's amazing that he hasn't dropped it yet, but uh, you know, maybe this is the pod. Who knows? Could be this could be the pod. This could be the pod. It's definitely not a slippery mic, so you know, just death grip <laughs> it and uh, rip it. Sure, sure. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are brought to you by the Cheap Seats Network, home of the Clubhouse and the Pick and Roll Report. For tonight's show, we'll be breaking down the Eastern Conference matchup between the Heat and the Celtics, where the Heat are up 1-0 after a overtime win against Boston beat and then we'll be previewing the Western Conference <clears throat> conference finals there Lakers versus the Nuggets after the Nuggets <clears throat> took down the Clippers in a big game seven the other night in the third quarter after the break we'll be coming out here with guess the lines week two so we're gonna guess what we think the game spreads are gonna be maybe make a bet here is a good clubhouse bet and then for the fourth quarter we are gonna break down Bengals, Browns, and recap their first week as well. So, before we begin any of that, we have to warm it up. And I'm going to ask you both a question here first before we begin. Okay. Did you guys hear uh, the news about Kyle Lowry? Um, I heard that he's out of the playoffs. Yeah, he actually uh, improved his golf swing. By a stroke the other day because he is out of the playoffs because he got beat by the Celtics. Let's go. Game seven, huge win. What a good game. Um, that's all. I'm ready. I'm warmed up. I'm ready to warm. I'm good. I'm good to go. He's, Doge. He's juiced. Celtics got me going there. We're in, the, we're in the conference finals. Let's go. Doge, what do you got for us this week? Warm it up. Uh, rather bleak season as all things are considered for the Reds. Oof. But uh, Trevor Bauer has been one. One bright, shining little glisten of hope, I guess, is uh, he's still in the contention for NL Cy Young. Uh, so far this season, pitching a 1.71 ERA, 83 strikeouts. Uh, strikeouts are second in the league. ERA's third. So hopefully he can just continue that success going through, and hopefully the Reds can pick up a few more Ws for him along the way and uh, could help him potentially gain a Cy Young here in Cincinnati. So it'll be sick. Keep it up, Trevor. You know what? You know what's been huge for him. I feel like as though the uh, seven inning doubleheader games that he can just pitch the entire game for. Yeah, dude. He's and, been not, and not have to give it up to the Reds bullpen, which has sucked. <laughs> yeah. I need, um, need all seven inning games where we don't have to rely on the bullpen. And yeah. The Reds might actually be decent. Bauer's killer in those. It's awesome. I hope he wins a Cy Young, but I mean he goes after Rob on social media too much for I think him to get that award low key. I think they might just like yeah. Toss it over to somebody else. But I'd love to see him win it. His cleat stuff is really cool. 
Um, <clears throat> I think he's getting fined for that. But either way, I I love that he's on the Reds. I know I'm sure Dill is a fan when he's on uh, the Indians. And I hope we can bring him back because he's one of my favorite baseball players right now for sure. So, Doge, real, real quick question. Is that in the overall league? Those? Yeah, I believe that's in the MLB. Wow, okay. That's I mean, either way it's impressive, but... He has a real shot, I feel like, even though the right. red. The only thing is that he's on We're the sneaky. We're sneaking. We're like a half game back. Half game back for the wild card. Like, come yeah. on, Doge. We're, yeah. we're, we're going to get there. So. If we got the bar, par. I mean, they're pushing for it. And we're, he also had the Bud Light thing where if he that was the strikeouts. Like, I haven't been able just, to find those anywhere, though. He just brings an energy to the team that, I mean, you know, sorry to talk about Derek Dietrich, but I mean, he oh, had, double D pimping, dude. I love yeah, him. Yeah, like they had like a good swagger to him, and not like a an arrogant like I'm just clearly better than you. But they're just like fun, having fun playing baseball, and that's good to see. Um, it's good to see on the Reds because you know they have a lot of history, and as of the recent history, have not been good. But at least they're having fun, and right now they're making a playoff push. So with the expanded playoffs, they definitely have an opportunity this year. Trevor Bauer definitely connects well with the young baseball fan. Like that's yeah. like I like he, he like is with we get Trevor Bauer. Like right. the old school baseball guy hates Trevor Bauer. I mean, he seems pretty intelligent the way he goes about his game too. Like super analytical guy. Right. And that's all baseball is right now. It's just right. analytics. Right. I think that's why he likes the cuz he likes our pitching staff and like the analytics stuff we have or whatever. Either way, big deal. Yeah. You got to warm up for us here. Yeah, I'll keep it in the uh, realm of Ohio sports, I guess, kind of, sort of, a little bit. Okay, okay. The Big Ten is planning on bringing back football with a large portion of that decision coming from Ohio State having a large push to have a season. So this makes sense, being that OSU probably has the largest fan base out of the conference, if not in the country, at least in the top five, I I would say. Um, you know, in the conference between Nebraska, Michigan, um, nationally, I mean, I know the entire state of Nebraska loves that team, so I know they have a large push. And uh, originally, Ohio State, Nebraska, and Iowa were the only three teams out of the conference suggesting they still play. So it seems like Ohio State has had a, a large piece of this decision, and it looks like they're having an anticipated. Uh, start weekend of October 24th mm-hmm. um, with the completion mm-hmm. of the season coming uh, before December 20th, which is when the selection for the college football playoff is taking place, which, of course, the Big Ten wants to have as many people or as many teams from their conference in that or at least in contention to get a bid. Um, so it should be interesting. It seems like they're going to play a lot of the same teams in conference, and they're going to have two crossover uh, divisional games from within the conference, so um, should be interesting. I'm just ready. Football's back. Let's go. Football's back. Very exciting. Before we get to more football, though, <clears throat> let's go over to the little NBA Eastern Conference Finals here. Yeah, heater up. Here we go. Heater up. One zero. Give me a little uh, recap of Game One. Just like your thoughts, what your your little reaction there. And then how you think the series is going to play out, like in terms of games and who's going to win. So I will let you uh, go first, Doge. Sure. So obviously really close game, like you had said uh, earlier, T. Uh, just, you know, going to OT, Heat wind up pulling it out. Uh, I think this is going to be a really close contested match. Uh, which, yeah. Which, you know, 
the series before, uh, not as much. You know, Raptors Celtics uh, was was a close matchup, but the Heat kind of walked their way through the the playoffs for the most part. So this is going to be their first real real big test, I think. I think the Celtics will come back. I think uh, they can take down the Heat in Game Two, um, and then you know just pushing forward for the rest of the. You know, the series, we'll just have to see what happens. But uh, he definitely just barely etched him out. That uh, that Bam Adebayo block was pretty wild on your boy, T. <laughs> Dude, that was... First of all, anyone who's saying that's the best block they've ever seen in the playoffs, get that shit out of your mouth. That's gross, it's rude, and disrespectful to the king himself. Like, Game 7, the block? So much better. That block was... Uh, Bam's block... Second best I've ever seen. I will not take any credit away from it, but come on. LeBron's was better. It was in a bigger game, bigger moment. But that was a ridiculous block. Like, oh, my goodness. The ball was literally yeah. in the hoop. It was in the hoop, yeah. and he's like, nah, not today, brother. And that's a dunk that Tatum has made over LeBron before, like over many people. So, I mean, what are you going to do? That was a great game. Probably shouldn't have even made it to overtime because of the Marcus Smart little flop there at the end. Just kind of beat, but I'll take it because that's what he does. It's the Kyle Lowry he's got in him. But um, either way, I really, uh, I really like that we've got uh, a good chance here against the Heat, and we're playing well without Kemba playing well yet, and we don't have Gordon Hayward back. So yep. when we get uh, Gordon back, and if we can get Kemba shooting at least halfway decent, um, I think we'll be in great shape. So. It's going to be a long series. I was ready for that anyway. This team has a lot of guys who play really well against us. Drogic specifically is just a freaking killer, man. He's so good. Yeah, he lit it up. Yeah, he's a beast. I mean, he's he's a solid player. He's just got a great post game and he can pull up and he just slow he just has got his own pace. Really good piece to have. So, uh, excited to see what we're going to do. Brad's going to be a good coach. Spell's going to be a good coach. This is a great great Little old rivalry from um, almost ten years ago. So, certainly, I I would say I didn't get to see much of the game up until the last couple minutes of the fourth quarter um, due to a little bit of working. Um, sure. But just following the game along on you know as far as the score of it, it seems like it was a pretty back and forth game. It seems like going into yeah. it is going to be an even match. It's just going to be who makes the key player two down the stretch. Yep. Um, the Heat were down early in the overtime. They were down late in fourth in the fourth quarter. Uh, they found a way to kind of scrap back in both of the situations, and then obviously in overtime took the lead and, and held it for the win. But um, this, like I said, is going to come down to a few plays towards the end of the game. As far as the series, it's going to be a long series, like you guys said. Uh, I think that the key players for each team are going to have to step up. Kemba is going to have to play better. He has not shot well um, in the last, what, two weeks probably? I saw Ten his, days. his last three games he was like not good. Like 17 of 57 or something like that. It's just like, oh. like they need to pull out the old Kemba of like UConn days where he can just be a dog, make buckets, get to the line, make key gotta, free throws. They quit moving the ball. Like, like they they, they isoed a lot. With yeah, him, we were just like, and okay, they forced who, him to it's make Kemba, a play. Tatum, ISO, and Jalen didn't get the ball like, at all at the end. And not that he need like was going off, but that's when the Celtics are at their best. Give though. him it's like, like we need to keep moving the ball it. Really yeah, well. 
And then we find that open guy, like and then Daniel it's Tice, Tice like is on right under the rim, right. or Jalen Brown with a cut dunk, or right. you know somebody out Smart's for the key just three. wide open in the corner, right? Um, so I, I think that the Heat definitely have the players. The Celtics definitely have the players. Where I mean, this is just going to be a grueling series for both teams. Um, is Gordon Hayward supposed to come back during this? He was upgraded from out to doubtful for this next game. Okay. And he's been working out full, like not full team practice, but full practices. So I bet I think he's gonna full team practice probably. Uh, well, maybe not tomorrow because we have a game. But I mean, how many tomorrow. times have you seen it where the healthiest team, right, or the least amount of injured players on a team tends to win the chip? Like the Raptors, I think if the Warriors had a healthy team last year, we're not gonna win. Probably not. But, but maybe we don't know. know. Um, but it typically, would be revenge Kawhi, though. Typically, so. health wins championships, along with obviously great play. But totally. it's it's important for you guys to get him back. It's important. Yeah, our for bench Kemba is weak well. without him because then we don't have our smart off the bench or whoever. Our bench is not not as deep as deep yep. right now. So that would be huge for us. For and sure. both teams don't really have like two guys that just shoot the ball and score all the time. Like they don't have two dominant scorers. Like each team could have twenty points per player you know with multiple players scoring that right you know what i mean so it's i'm looking forward to this as an outside fan of either one of these and just as an nba fan so teach it's probably going to be one of those up and down series we're going to have some moments that you love and some moments you hate and i think you've already had one so no doubt. <laughs> um let's move on boys to yep. the uh second quarter here sure we've got lakers versus the nuggets before we get into that what the heck happened to the Clippers, Doge? Like they just... sometimes you just get too comfortable in your in your own position. Mm-hmm. They got yeah, cocky. They comfortable, dude. The Nuggets were out for blood. They never really had a um like a consecutive up thirteen to I'm down. I'm saying this whole 20? season. This whole season. Whoa. Like I think they were what forty-seven and twenty-four before the start the startup. So I mean they had. A lot of losses for a team that was with such high expectations, and they never really rolled for multiple weeks at a time. They were good for a couple games, and they would get stomped on. They would lose a couple games, and they would come back and stomp on a team and score 150 points. Like they were so up and down this year that I think that people were not managing the expectations to the team that they were, but to the team that they thought they were going to be, and they just never were that team. I don't know whose fault that is. I don't know if it's the the players didn't mesh well. And I mean, Harold being the sixth player of the year didn't play like the sixth player of the year. Lou Williams normally is a shooter scoring. He's kind terrible of guy. in the playoffs because all you do is just pick him off on defense every time. He was like awful for them. So like I don't know. Like I mean, they just didn't have this guy step up. And I mean, you saw that when Kawhi and and PG struggle, that team struggles uh, mightily. So. They just didn't seem like a, a very solid put together team as far as how they gelled. Like they seem a lot of individual pieces, I would say. Sure. They just never came together. Right. Complete opposite for the Nuggets. Yeah. I mean, no doubt. Jamal Murray's a dog. I've been saying that for a year now. Jokic, I think we all know what he's gonna give you and he, he has performed amazing throughout this startup and throughout the playoffs. He's been a beast, dude. Unreal. I don't yeah, know. Did he have 23 boards in Game 7? 
Yeah, dude. Just nasty passes, too. I know at 19, he set the all-time record for rebounds in a Game 7. Jeez. Yeah, I think he finished with, like, 23 with his triple-double. Stats team is on it currently. I just got it it phoned in. Stats team uh, hasn't been up to to the... Dude, I literally... recently, so... Thought after the first game in the series... I was like, no way Nuggets take this at all. Like, Dude, three games in a row, they just came down or came back from double digits being down. And then they just looked like the team that wanted to win. Yeah. The Clippers gave up. You could tell. Like, their heart and soul was just ripped out of them and stomped on. Like, they scored 33 points in the second half for a team with two superstars and the sixth player of the year. And other guys that have, throughout their entire NBA careers, can score. And, I mean, I think that Denver was never, um, you know, really known as, like, a great defensive team, but they have shown in key moments that they can, you know, kind of do that. So, by the way, it's it's 22 for Nikola uh, Jokic in that last game. And the Clippers were 49-23. and So... I mean, they, yeah, they never really had everybody all together. It was kind of weird. Yeah. I don't know. They just gave up for whatever reason. Kawhi, I mean, Kawhi went to the free throw line one time. I don't I, yeah. I don't think he did. I, think he went I don't even think he got to the line. Maybe that was Paul George then. Paul George with the shot off the side of the backboard wide open. You see, yikes. somebody tweeted, Damian Lillard, is that a good shot? And he said, it looks good to me. And just yeah. Said, yikes, brother. So Kawhi... And he said at, at Pat Beverly, since I haven't made it to Cancun yet, I'll extend my invitation to you. Kawhi was like, zero for zero at the line. Paul George was 0 for 1. Yeah, that's wild. Both of them only having one combined free throw. And they were combined... Uh, 6 for 22, Kawhi, So dude. they were 10 of... That's tough. 10 of 38. Oh. 4 for 18 from 3 with one free throw attempt between two superstars, so... Yikes. I just feel like Kawhi... How to lose a game seven for you? How to lose a game seven? I mean, nah. when... Like, I've, I've said that he was the sixth man of the year, but when Harrell is your starting... Uh, or is your highest play, uh, scoring player at 20 points in a game seven with 26 minutes, there's an issue there. Like, so... Oh, yeah. I mean, they just got outplayed, outteamed, you know, well, outcoached. Yeah. I mean, Kawhi just had a bad game. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A couple in a row in key moments, but he's a clutch guy. And Paul George, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he's better than. No. Is there anything else you guys have on this, or next are we uh, time to move on to the, the next series the Nuggets will be participating in? Yeah, do you think the Nuggets, just the Game 7 Kings, are going to be able to take down the King? <laughs> By the way, can we just. Hilarious. The Clippers thought that they were gonna take LA as their city. Like, get out of here. Yeah. Moving on. Lakers, the Kings of LA with the King versus the Joker and Jamal Murray. But he's got AD, the Brow, LeBron. Who do you have in this series, Dill? Who do you think is gonna be the X Factor? And um, I don't know how many games do you think it'll be. I just feel like the Lakers haven't played in a week. But it was only the twelfth that they played last, so it feels like they've been out of the. They finished that series up quickly, which I think will bode well for the rest. 
but it also will allow the Nuggets to just continue their momentum forward. And I think this could be actually a different series than uh, anyone probably would have predicted going into this. But, I mean, it's going to come down to LeBron being LeBron. Can, Le- can Jamal Murray keep this level of play where he just plays out of his mind, makes crazy shots? How does Jokic match up against AD? Um, and then all the other guys between the two teams, like who's going to play? You know what I mean? Like it's right, a hit or miss. Up. Like Caruso is, you know, he's that kind of guy who's the grinder guy for the Lakers. Um, I don't know who that is specifically. You know, maybe like Gary Harris. Yeah, probably yeah. Gary Harris for the for the Nugs. But um, how many games, brother? Come on. I, I would say Come six on. or seven. You're dodging it. Six or seven. Okay. Yeah. I'm just and explaining why I think that I it know. could go that long. You know, know, a little preemptive slide of the. You got to cover all bases. Um, Base high. I got to see game one to really have a good prediction of who's going to win, but that doesn't oh always. Oh my god! But no, no, no. Oh my god! I want to say the Nuggets just because of how well they've looked, and I'm a believer in Jamal Murray, but I also know who's on the other side. This guy, dude, they're he's, just they're just he's, hot he, right he, now. He, he, I get that you're rolling on your Giannis wasn't good take like that. You that hit that hit hard. I'm I know I'm sitting down here on Jamal Murray ain't shit island, which was <laughs> it. I'm swimming away from it so fast because he's, he's helicoptered out. He's just forty burgers in Game Seven all day long. He's so good, but come on, dude, LeBron James, you're gonna bet against the King. I just know that LeBron makes the right play, which is. To possibly going to come down to him relying on his teammates that I'm not certain on them. I think LeBron still could have a hell of a series. Game 7 LeBron is not Game 7 Paul George. I'm not going to do that to Kawhi because I think yeah. he just had a bad game. But he's not Game 7 Clippers. The only thing, I mean, it's, <sighs> I don't know. Doge, you haven't had any input. Yeah. I've been talking a lot. I've been dropping the mic to myself and hey, you've been hogging it, brother. I think I think the the Lakers are going to take it. I think they take it at six. Um, I could even see a point of the series where it is tied two two, but then the Lakers just finish it out two games in a row. Um, I think the Nuggets are going to have the advantage, kind of what you were hinting at, Dill, that they're coming right out of a series and they're hot. Yeah. Um, but they've played two seven game series in a row. And really haven't had any downtime, and I think that is where you know grinding out the the series um, towards the end, the Lakers are going to lean back on that rest that they did have uh, going into this. I think, and when you're grinding it out at the end of the game, uh, I think the Lakers are going to have a bit of an edge uh, just with the push from AD and LeBron and the, the crew, little Rondo action. Sure. Uh, no, but I think the Lakers will take this one. I do think it'll be close. I love Jokic. Uh, Jamal Murray's just been going off. Um, but I, I, I don't want to bet against the King, and I don't think I will. So I think I think the Lakers are going to take it. <laughs> this series really comes down to, like, Contavious Caldwell Pope. Danny Green. No, Kyle not Danny Kuzma. Green. Well, he might. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. This is... Give me... It's I've got the mic, brother, because I'm talking about defense here. Okay. I'm talking about KCP. I'm talking about Caruso. I'm also talking about Dwight Howard, JaVel McGee. Can those guys play against Jokic? I don't know. He might just embarrass them. 
And that really is going to make an impact. And then also, if Caruso and KCP can stop Jamal Murray or slow him down a little bit, then that can make a difference. But they probably won't. So that's where the Nuggets are going to probably be able to exploit that. But they might be able to exploit the um, <clears throat> excuse me matchup with JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard. But also LeBron James is going to be able to go, who the heck is going to cover me? Gary Harris? No. Jaron Grant? No. Paul Millsap? No. So he's, I mean, LeBron's going to cook all day long because he's got a mismatch up with everybody. Especially if he can do like a little pick and rolly with AD, get Jokic out on the top, and then get AD on somebody smaller. Like they, they really can match up well here with the Nuggets. So this is going to be a nice chess match, and it's going to be about the bench and like the defense from some of these guys that you're not used to hearing from so much, I think. <clears throat> now, if they can turn it up on offense as well, Dill, that's definitely going to make an impact. But I think it's really going to come down to Jaron Grant and if he can really irk LeBron a touch because he's not going to be able to slow him down or stop him. I think they're just going to have to throw different guys at him Cause Jamal all the Murray's, time. Jamal Murray's bringing the flamethrower, and it's out. And yeah, it's just gassing people. Yeah. <sighs> so who do you have? I'm taking the Lakers in six. Okay. So With both- big Jamal Murray games every game. So I don't think we discuss who's going to be coming out of the East then. So the Lakers are coming out, you guys think. I'm not going first. But I'm going Celtics in seven. I also have Celtics in seven. I think good old school NBA. It's 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 time to run it back. Yeah, they're writing the writing. It's time to run it back. Every every now and then, the stars align, and it's Lakers Celtics, and that's what everybody needs to start piecing our lives back together. You're like, oh, this is kind of normal. Yeah, some sort of normality, right? You know. Because if it's Heat Nuggets, that'll be weird. It'll be bubble talk of, well, it's the bubble. Mm-hmm. Which so, is beat. Yeah. Those teams are dank. Oh, yeah. Teams are all on the even floor. The home court definitely would help some of these teams, there's no doubt. Yeah. I'm with you on the Celtics and Seven. I, th- I think that because partially I want them to do well for you, I'm also going to say, you know what I mean? Like, I think, like... you got to speak your own mind, guys. I know, but, like, it, deep down, like, I want them to do well. You know what I mean? Because I know that's your right. team. And I don't really care about the Heat. Like, you know, I'm not a Heat guy. I like their players, but I'm not a Heat fan. And I think that it, it's so 50-50 that, like, that just pushes it over to, like, 51-49. Spolstra LeBron would be cool, too, by the way, if we did lose. That'd be interesting. I think that would be cool. As a side, a side like hey, here's a side dish for your yeah, here's sorrows. Here's a side matchup for your sorrows. All right, let's move into halftime. Yep. Um, Bill, since you you want the mic, it's right back to you, brother. Where can we find the Cheap Seats Network stuff? All right, ladies and gentlemen, two platforms right now: Facebook and Twitter. On Facebook, it is the Cheap Seats Network. Four words, a couple more syllables, syllables, and on Twitter, it's at the Cheap Seats SN. Now, 
The moment you've all been waiting for. Any good guesses this week? Um, Super Nuggets. Okay, I was about to give you guys a hint. Damn. So it's it's well, relevant. Take the hint, Dosh. Take the hint. It's relevant, and it's it's here now. And relevant, I mean that it's here now, like it's happening. Dosh, you gotta go first. I think I have it. I hope. You got it too. You got it. Give me Steve Nash. That's a very good guess. <sighs> Wrong sport. I thought it was relevant because I've guessed that before. That was my relevant. And then now it's the, he just signed with the Nets. God dang it. They're going to be sweet. The... He's going to be such a good coach, dude. God damn. I don't know, Sunday night. Because football is back. Uh, it's great to have your fantasy lineups checked at the end of the games. You get a little Sunday night football action. You know that Monday night's around the corner. Everyone is not looking forward to that Monday morning of, uh, we're back in the office or we're back on Zoom meetings. We or, know what we know what Sunday night is. Yeah. So it's it's here. Oh yeah, it's here. It's well, it's uh, full swing. Not here yet, but it's here. Sunday nights. Yes. Are back, if you will. Right. Doge. Bring it back to the clubhouse. Where can we find it? You can find us on Facebook at The Clubhouse. Twitter and Instagram both have the same handle. It is at Clubhouse underscore TCSN for the Cheap Seats Network. Boom. Boom. We, uh, if you check the Twitter page, we've got a, uh, a t-shirt survey there, I believe. So check that out. We'll get some merch. Tweet, yeah. Get some merch. We're gonna we're gonna have an order coming soon here. The COVID times have really made that a little bit more interesting than we have uh, anticipated, but uh, we'll get her done. We've we've got some orders in already. We're waiting to have a good round number, so get them in or order another one if you want to. Why not? Good efficiency there, Doge. Nice and quick. Got it out. Thank you, man. I've been working. Moving on to the third quarter. We have week two, guess the lines. A little rapid fire, guess the lines here. Just give us what you think the spread might be. The first game we have here, ooh, ooh, ooh. old Tampa Bay at home against Matt Rule and Teddy Bridgewater and the Carolina Panthers. What do you think this line will be? Dill, I'll have you go first. What do you got? Panthers at, at Panthers at Bucks. It's in Tampa. First Tampa home game. Yep. <clears throat> I didn't expect much different from the Saints Buccaneers game. Potential conference champion right there, looking into the uh, future. Uh, I think the Bucks have it by four and a half. I think the Carolina defense was exposed by the Raiders. It's at the Bucks. That's minus three for me. And I'll give him a point and a half on top of that. So four and a half to the Bucks. Doge, what do you got here? No, I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Bucks. I was gonna say three. Uh, I think I'm gonna actually take them at three and a half because I see them as just a little bit over just the standard three point home dog favorite. Okay. I got Bucks minus seven, dude. I think 
while they might not have looked great, I, I just think they're they're gonna they're gonna have a little Vegas and Tom Brady here at home. Give them. I know there's not gonna be maybe fans. Maybe there might be a small group of people potentially. But uh, um, rookie coach going up against Tampa and Bruce Arians there. I'm not sure the the Panthers defense is uh, too formidable either at the moment at least, so he might have a better better luck against the Panthers because I think the Saints are going to be one of the best teams here right. in the NFL this year. So. Especially in the Dome, too. Like, it's just, yeah. the first, they set him up. To, yeah. They set him up the first week to either be legendary or be like, well. And so now everybody's like, well, and I think he's listening to that, too. So I've got Bucks minus seven because I think they're going to be confident in Tampa here. Let's see what we have for this game. I think Tom's going to have something to, something to prove. Mm, wow. Guess who's closest, boys? We are all way off. I'm not well way off. Get out of here. Nine minus nine and a half. So I'm definitely off. But. Minus nine and a half. Yeah, that's a tough one. Mm-mm. Really? Wow. I don't think it's that tough. I mean like tough to bet on. I, like. I think you almost gotta take the Panthers at that spread. Right. Almost a close game on Sunday. To the Raiders? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I I would more bet the Bucks than I would the Panthers, but I can see the point. That's a lot of points. Like I get. Yeah, that. it's a big spread for any team. A lot of points. I'm not it's, saying bet the Panthers to win. No, no, I know, but don't take the money line. Points, though. Take the point line. I'm staying away from this one personally. That's what I'm saying. Like it's just. I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet either. Because I like the Bucks in this a lot. I think they could. I just revenge Tom. You don't ever sleep on him. I, I think he's gonna come out with something to prove. So I'm with you there. All right, next game we have at one o'clock here is Broncos at Steelers. Little Drew Locke looking a little good here on Monday Night Football. Maybe not coming away with the win, but definitely moving and shaking there. Um, <clears throat> You're up first. I'll go first here. I think this will be Steelers minus four and a half. Oof. Diller? I'm not just saying this because you said four and a half, but I was thinking in my head initially minus five. Okay. I was going to echo Dills. I also had minus five. What do we have, boys? We have got... Wow. Oh, we're up top. There it is. Jeez. Dang. I mean, it's. I would do it, though, too. Yeah. Steelers minus seven and a half. That's what they've got here. Wow. These are higher than I expected. Yeah. By the, these are, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, these are according to the lines.com. Um, I just Googled them. That's what we've got. So if you're wondering why these might be a little touch higher or lower than what your, your local guys are, your other um, online sites are, that's that's where we're at. So next game we got here. Um, by the way, I think the Steelers are winning that game, and, and maybe we'll cover that spread. Me too. Um, <clears throat> Falcons at Cowboys. Could be a lot of points in this one, boys. A lot of points. Who do you have here when the Dirty Birds are going to Jerry Dome? Dill, I'll have you go first this time. I think the Cowboys minus seven. Wow. I'm adjusting the inflation rate for this this line. I'm going Cowboys minus three. Well, I'm splitting the difference, and I'm taking the boys minus five. Wow. The boys During minus the five, he wow. says. You are the closest, Doge. Oh. Minus four and a half. Yep. Boom. Dang. Minus four and a half. Um, Crazy. 
They'll probably cover that. They'll probably win by a touchdown. That's going to be a good game, though, I think. Surprised? I mean, I guess not surprised it's 1 o'clock, but I think that could be a, could have been a good 4 o'clock game of the week, you know, yeah. Tony yeah. in Dallas. Um, but it's probably going to be Troy. Moving on here then, Chiefs at Chargers, our yeah. first 4 o'clock game. Um, Doge, you got first this time. Chiefs minus 10. I'm just going to echo that because that's what I had in my head. So just minus 10. Even, even at Chargers, I, I think that's still the line. Chiefs minus 12 and a half. Oof. Okay. Is that your guess? Yeah, that's my guess. Okay. Oh, wow. How? Interesting. I mean, I'm going to hit that. <laughs> And Chiefs the- minus eight and a half. Okay. Pfft, hammer it. I think the Chargers have some really good corners. They have a good line, but it's. I don't think they're gonna be able to keep up with those guys. I mean, they offense. put sixteen on the Bengals. Like no offense, but like the Chiefs' defense is pretty good, right? I mean, they won a Super Bowl, and <laughs> I think that they're gonna give them some uh something to work with. And I think the Chiefs' offense is gonna score more than. Oh. Let's say they score tw- uh, sixteen against the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are going to score at least 30. Yeah. So, like, that's 14. Yeah. Patrick Patrick Mahomes is good for 25 at least, I feel like, you know? And then if they have Hilaire play another good game. Okay. So we're split on that, Doge. All right. Ravens at Texans. Ooh. I knew who I want to take. (laughs) I'm going to say Ravens minus... Eight. Gosh, I keep echoing. Check it up then, brother. Uh, cut, you can cut me cut me low, cut me high if you want. I'll I'm go Ra- gonna, I'll I'm go Ravens. Ravens minus nine. Wow. They looked solid week one against my brownies. <laughs> I'll go I'll go right between you guys. <clears throat> And, and do the exact same line that the Chiefs had at minus 8.5. They call him Doge the Oreo for a reason. Ravens minus 7. Wow. Oh, no. He got that one. Let's go. We have a couple left here, ladies and gents. Here we go. Sunday Night Football, we have the New England Patriots and Wham Bam Cam going into play. Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> Let that man cook Danger Russell Wilson. Doge, I'm kicking it back to you this time. That way you can go first so you don't have to cut. Or it's in can... Seattle again, you said? Yeah. Yes, sir. No 12th man, though. No 12th man. Maybe like a... There'll still be 11, though. There could be like a like a third man if they have some guys in there. Sure. Like some some fans, but it's just a... Probably no 12th man. Oh, man, that's tough. I think it's going to be Seattle minus two and a half. Ooh, Diller. Wow. Uh, I would say Seahawks minus four. Seahawks minus six is what I'm going with, boys. Okay. Seahawks minus four. Dill with the nailed it. Hell yeah. Uh, what is that? Does that tie us? Uh, have yeah. You've had one on your own, and we've split. I think two, right? I've had two. Yeah. So then, yeah, you're... 
Going into Monday night, right? This is a Monday night game? Yeah. We have a tiebreaker if I hit this for all of us, by the way. Okay. So, which is a special transition. I have a guess on what game it might be. Doge, you're first. Saints. No, Dill, you're first. Screw you. Okay. You hit it first. Saints at Raiders, brother. The Death Star is open. I hate that they call it that, but the, the new Death it's Star. at the new stadium. First game there. Allegiant Stadium. Drew Brees there to bless it. First with the Saints. First cashless only venue. Whoa. <clears throat> Forever? Like that's like the stadium's plan. Are they, can you So they have cash they have can card you, stations where you can go and get a Visa card. Pay with casino chips? That um not I bet you sure. can. I bet you can. So what they're doing is they're <laughs> allowing you to pay cash to the card centers, and the what card kind of scam is this. The dude? card you can use outside of the stadium as well, and it's just like any other thing. And apparently, if you lose the card, you're able to, based off of your receipt that you have, that you have to keep that. You can then have another card sent out with the amount of money that's on it. So. So There's a lot of information on the new Raider Stadium, whereas the SoFi Stadium in LA has like almost no information on it, which is very odd. Because like, interesting. I'm interested in like the architecture, design, and stuff. And so I was reading on it, and SoFi has like barely anything on their website talking they about. Just keep the, hyping up the Halo board, which is yeah, low key dope. But the Oculus, the Oculus Halo board. So no more, no more waiting around for my pick. Saints at Raiders. I'm taking Saints minus eight. Dozier? <laughs> I'm taking the Saints minus six and a half. Okay. That's what I was going to say, so I got to go Saints minus six, six boys. Ooh, six. Ooh. Yeah. So six, six and a half, and eight. I Drum just think, roll, I think it's going to be a little hype for the, the Death Star. I think that might get him going in the new stadium. That's why I've got... I think it'll be, be a little low. And they also won... Uh, Solid game. Week yeah, one. They, they put up some points. With Groden. Grinders. Saints minus six, boys. Let's go. We have a tiebreaker. We have a three-way tie. Wow. Which is perfect, leading us into our fourth quarter. Which is Bengals at Browns. A game which shouts out to our angel donor, Mrs. Letty, happy birthday, happy belated birthday as well. Dill's mom, hooking it up, fatty. We will be in attendance at this game. So, yep. what is your in-game live line there, Dill? Going Browns minus six. Oh. Dozier? I think it's the Browns minus three. Mm, wow. I think that's what the line is. Yeah, I would make it if I was the, the bookie. Sure. But. Man, I like. Mm. Dosh, I meant to ask this earlier. I'm going to say no. Have you been to the stadium yet? You've been to a game, right? I've been to the Browns, yeah. Okay. Well, I have not. <laughs> right. Three, three, so this is going to be a new games. experience for you. Yeah, good check off. Okay. It'll be, it won't oh, be yeah. crowded, that's for sure. No. You really get to see the whole thing. That's like I know that. Um, minus. God damn. Bengals. No, 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 no. Browns. Minus. He's trying to. He's trying to throw this tiebreaker. No, I just want to win, and I. I think it's <laughs> minus seven and a half. I think they're gonna like the Browns. 
Okay. I, th- I think after the Bengals get like D-line are out, Gino and Mike, I think it's going to be a large line. Seven and a half. And Bill said six, and I was down at three. And I'm going to uh, definitely take that if that's the case. If it's minus three, I'm taking the Browns for sure. Oh, yeah. That's different. I'm talking my line. Seven and a half. A lot of points. Oh, for the Bengals. Yeah. Bengals plus. Yeah. Yeah. Dill with the nail it. That's how you nail it at six. That's how you win it, baby. <laughs> the comeback. <laughs> that's a hey, FanDuel has it at six and a half. It's six or six and a half on everything it looks yep. like. Now, hold on, let me switch this. This could change everything. Let's go that's to let's go to Indiana. Mm. Doesn't change much. <laughs> In fact, it did not change. That's wild. Yeah. Okay. The Browns looked atrocious last week. Dude, but the Ravens are just dank. I mean, they're definitely like Super Bowl favorites along with the Chiefs and the AFC. Yeah. Like, those are the two yeah. teams. They the have AFC. the MVP. And he's gotten better, it yeah. seems. I don't know. I just think it's they're at home. They've got a little more familiarity there. We're, it's the rookie QB, short week action. Prime time game for Burrow. I... Think we're gonna play freaking real well though, Doge. But I think that our line being hurt is tough, and our offensive line going up like Bobby Hart against Miles Garrett, or is he still suspended? No, he played. Damn, he's gonna eat us for breakfast just like Joey Bosa, which is gonna stink. So Joe's gonna have to be on the run a little bit again. But now maybe he's got at least a week of knowing that, and he didn't have any preseason, so now he's got a. You know, at least a game winner's about to feel the speed. So I think we're going to look good, but I think the Browns are also going to look good because they kind of need to. And I think they're going to be able to exploit some of our maybe younger linebackers and yeah. lack of sure. D-line. Because so, they have good they have good talented players. They definitely have a talented team. Yeah. We shall see. Oh, we will see. What do you think, Doge? You're, you're going bangies in this game? Yeah. Yeah. For the spread or the win? Money line. Okay. Damn, I'm going to hit that. I'm going to hit that too. Why not? Just watching Joe Burrow's first, like, well, not first start, but first fans start. Since there were no fans at Paul Brown. Right. The other day. Like, that's just sick. Hey, row 13. Look for us on TV. (gasps) In the dog pound, baby. We're going to be in the pound? Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Wow. My mom said you guys are going to have to sit elsewhere, by the way. so I figured that. <laughs> we'll, have to fit, we'll have to sit at the far end then. <laughs> we can be sitting in that little jungle by ourselves. Little jungle. We'll make a sign. There's yeah. two guys sitting by themselves. Just on the sign that says little jungle. That's that just says we heart, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I think it's going to be a good game. I don't see this going really one way or the other. I think points are going to be scored. I do, too. I was I was talking about it to somebody I work with today, and he said it was only going to be 21 to 10. Mm. Browns. I was like, let's check. I think it's going to be 31 to 30. Oh. It's, that's time Browns. to check the over, boys. 61. 43. Wow. Life's too short to bet the under. We're going to hit the over. We're hitting that. 
I would say. We're hitting that easy, and we're smoking that bet for sure. Yeah. Smoking Joe and the Bengals. Oh, man. Sure. So, what are your score predictions, then? I, like... I have, like... Hmm. Also, another little interesting tidbit is that... Like, 28-35 Browns. Like, like point, like touchdowns are going to happen, I think. So, the kicker, the Browns just waved this week. Got picked up by the Bengals. So, he's I just kicking against huge. his old team. Like, five days later. So, just odd. Very uh, weird. Dosh, you're uh, miming it again. Who got picked up by the Browns? Uh, we, we picked, picked up their kicker. Bengals oh, picked up Boston Seabird, and we picked up the old faithful Cody Parkey. Right? Hell yeah. 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 He's going to bang one off the post for sure this week. I can just feel it. I'm just be- the yeah, I'm going to be in the stands watching it. Going, gosh. They ruled sucks. out Fat Randy? Yeah, they picked up Seabird. Like did, did they roll him out, though? I thought he pulled his hammy. I still heard he was going to try to go, if he could. I don't know if I want him out there swinging with a pulled hammy. I don't know if I want a guy who just shanked either, though. Like, they both... Yeah, they both... Yeah. He's like not it. He's not listed on the injury report. That's all I'm saying. We have three offensive tackles. Uh, questionable. And Ooh. our center is questionable. Damn. And one of our best linebackers, Mac Wilson, is out. So this is odd. Weird. Whereas you guys only have, well, oh, Sean only. Williams. What do you mean only? I'm just saying, like, you have three players, we have five. That's just freaking just numbers. First team all decade, D tackle, Geno Atkins. Like yeah, I wasn't talking name. about names or like how good they are. I just I meant know, I'm just busting your shop. Sheer volume of players. Right. Sheer volume, dude. Yes. <laughs> just volume, dude. Sheer all right. <clears throat> By the way, Doge, I thought while I could only watch via screen. What I heard and saw some highlights from from Joe Burrow was pretty good from a rookie with no uh, preseason, so I'm excited to see how it expands. Yeah, we didn't get to catch that at the lake, but I... uh, No, bummer. I I did hear that that last drive that they put together was was really well done. Yeah, I heard he looked crisp on that. And, like, AJ was just talking about how he's really poised on that last drive, and... He looks like he's able to lead a team down the field. I thought that was promising to hear. Everybody's always like, we got some in Joe Burrow. And I'm like, dude, get, yeah. like, I love that. Everybody's just like, I never heard that about Andy Dalton once. Yeah. Not that he wasn't good. They'd be like, Andy's my guy. You just they, wouldn't be like, they wouldn't be like, we've got something special in Joe. Yeah. Like, that's, or Andy, you know, that, that's what they're saying about Joey B. He just has that X factor. All right, let's move on here to our buzzer beaters, wrap up this show. Let's beat it. Um... I'll go first. Why not? Yeah, teach. Lay it down. Um, I'm a little salty right now. I'll be honest with you. I'm in a, I'm in a bad mood. I bore down 0-1, but that's not why I'm in a bad mood. Pascal Siakam. Mm-hmm. Did not show up in the playoffs this this postseason very often. Maybe one or two, three games. Not against the Celtics, I think only one game. And he's second team All-NBA. And a man who's going out and playing well in pretty much every game, Jason Tatum, Mm -hmm. third team All-NBA. 
That's like Giannis getting the MVP. LeBron should have. Did they officially announce that? I mean, you yeah, never there know. There might be some chicanthery there. <laughs> if oh, you will. Some charcuterie? I could go some for some sliced charcuterie. Sliced meat, a little cheese. A little cheese. Um, I just want to say it's also nice to see some new names on that list. It's not the same old guys that you're used to seeing with Doncic being a first-teamer. You get some Jokic on there. I do like seeing Siakam. It should have been 13. Jason Tatum on there I'd like to see. Chris Paul I thought could have made first team just because he led his team in a, who, such a way. Who made it over him? It would have been Doncic, and that wouldn't have been fair. So yeah, yeah, Or yeah. Harden, and that wouldn't have been fair. So and He's fine being on second team, but I'm yeah. just, I would like to give him an extra shout-out as – if there is a first team All NBA six man, like guy that you could have who's like should have made it but probably just missed the cut, that would be my guy for me. Yeah. So, and Doge with the early exit, he said, "I don't need Doge. a buzzer beat," and we got him back. So Doge, hot off the bench. Doge, you're su- you're still subbed in. T, are you, are you wrapped up? Hit that buzzer beater right now. I'm done. You're right in it. Wow, that's perfect. Hot hand. Um, I'm pissed because I lost my first work league oh. fantasy football matchup by point zero six points. No! And a yard is point... One. Oh, no, it's point one. Yeah. Oh, my. I, I'm sitting there watching the Chargers... Uh, not the Chargers, the Broncos play the, the Titans... Yeah. And I've got Melvin Gordon. He's all finished with his points. Like, so it's just all up to Melvin Gordon. And the Broncos have to give the ball up. Titans are driving down. All they need is a field goal. And there's three minutes left. And I'm like, Broncos are not getting the ball back. And if they do, they're either just going to kneel it or throw the ball. Mm-hmm. They're either going to be down or winning. And I'm screwed. And I had to sit there for three minutes watching the end of that game, knowing that Melvin Gordon was not going to touch the ball ever again. Uh, what if he just got like an extra screen? That would have been nice, That would have been huge, but no, nope, wasn't there. Never, never did come. So wow. I, That's I don't terrible. Even know what, like how the guy got point zero six. Like I don't know. The, are like because the quarterbacks are twenty five points per yard probably. What it is, dude. And he had like an odd, like just it was the quarterback yards. Yeah, it's quarterback yards. Point zero six is when I lost my first matchup, but I smoked Kyle Carnes, friend of the pod, in yeah. another league. So yeah, I smacked him in another league. One team to feel good about, but uh, yeah, hard hard L in the first week of the of the work league. That's tough. So you went one and one. I'm two and zero. I'm one and one as well. Let's go. Got my ass handed to me by. By Teach. Beat him. Little taco. I think, it was a, I think it was a 35 to 40 point win. I mean, your team went off. Adam my te- Thielen went bonkers. My dude. team did okay, but um, they did not meet my projection. I think yours went over your projection. Yeah, definitely. You're so supposed to beat me. Okay. We went we went complete oppo taco on sure. how our players performed. Mm-hmm. So it is what it is. It's an early early part of the season. Still have a lot of games left. Uh, we're going to have to make some adjustments to the lineup and see how we can come out here in, in uh, week two. But anyway, Doge, anything else you got or are you buzzer beat? I'm buzzer beat, dude. Okay. Also, that same team. Yes. I, my first overall pick was Michael Thomas. From the first, well, not first overall, but Tough. first round. Michael Thomas. He's just out. Yep. 
That sucks. Fantasy was. I'm in this league with my family. It's a fan duel. Every every week you buy your team just based right. on what you know the standard lineup, but you never have the same players. Right. And I always get my ass beat by my family, dude. With my parents, my sister, her husband, and huh. his parents. And I feel like I know a decent amount about football. So but... it's it's the overthinking part that when you know too much, you are almost like unable to actually come to a, a conclusion because you're like, ah, well, this and this will happen. And then whereas like people who don't really know, they just see a name and they're like, oh, like I have a, it's, you know, it's just a gut feeling like, oh, okay, like I'm going to go with them. Yeah, but the, the thing is, the tough thing with that league is the budgeting because you have like this amount of money in each player. Right, right. Yes, depending on how they've been playing. So it's just like. Have you done that before? Yeah, this is my third year doing it. Okay. And, uh, I haven't ever done a league like that. So I feel like that would be really difficult your first time going into it, not really knowing like how much to budget for players and positions and like what's key and what's not. Like, Yeah, it's tough, dude. It's definitely tough. But they just beat my ass every time. So I guess <laughs> That's hilarious. For just knowing a lot more about FanDuel Fantasy than me. Huh. Shout out. Know. It's the Doge Wagos. I know, so, I know Charlie listens to the pod, so shout out to Charlie, my brother-in-law. Sure. My, so does his dad. Shouts out, Charlie. <laughs> the in-laws. Keep just... giving Doge the freaking business, dude. That's hilarious. All right, Dill, give us a buzzer beat to wrap us up and take us home here. All right. So, I began it with a little college football. I'm going to end it with a little college football. Wow. But before, 2020 has been a dumpster fire in of itself. Yes. Okay? Being a Gators fan, Doge chomp, and I on chomp, the pod here. Chomp. Ready for our season, ready to light it up in the swamp, and apparently, two days ago, there was a dumpster, a literal dumpster fire on the third level of Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. Oh, man. Since then, fire department has taken care of it. Okay. No injuries reported. Everyone seems okay. No structural damage to the stadium. Ooh, huge. But there's there was a lot of smoke pouring out of there, um, so I'm hoping that you know. It'd be that good just, good gift later when you guys are like not doing well in the middle of the season. It's like, what a dumpster fire this is! But right. no, I'm hoping that this just means that our team's going to be fire on the field, you know. And in mm. the swamp, it's just constantly just Gator Nation, good you know, chomp them. Um, we're supposed to allow between 16 and 17 k fans in attendance for the uh, for the year, so. I'm ready for some Gator football, man. I've, I've been missing it. The uh, the Gator blood, the cold blood runs through my veins, and I've been uh, <laughs> been waiting to chomp, you know. I mean, I'm chomping at the bit a little bit. So. Sure, sure. Oh, sure. With, uh, with that, I think this is a uh, pretty good end, pretty good concluded, you know, pod that we had here, boys. Uh, yeah. Concluded pod. Thank you for being on, Dill. We appreciate it. Thanks for hosting, Teach. Good Doge, seeing you, Doge. Thank you for being on. We'll see you tomorrow, brother. We can't wait. Oh, yeah. Pleasure as always, bros. Looking forward to seeing you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We appreciate it. This is The Clubhouse.